What's cracking, everybody? Welcome back to Reefer Fadness. This is your boy SK. We're available on all major streaming platforms Spreaker, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, as well as the uh, newer platforms Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Castbox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, and Pod Chaser. Damn. I am joined today by the legendary <laughs> Bob Baker. Oh, I don't know about legendary. Yes, sir. Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about legendary. Not yet. What's going on, Bob? Uh, Another I'll, fine day. Yeah, I'll give everybody a short rundown and then I'll let you in. Intro yourself because there's a not a lot of a lot of new listeners that have not heard an episode by you yet. Even though we've worked together in the past, yep. uh, Bob runs a company that he created himself. All recipes, all homegrown, all organic, all phenomenal product called Grandma Baker's Edibles. And Bob, go ahead and tell him whatever you would like, my friend. Well. Uh, I mean, we can talk about Grandma Baker's just a little bit. I usually don't dive in too much into it, but since there's some people out there that really don't know who I am yet, um, Grandma Baker's has been around for just about 11 years as that name. The products have been around almost 40 years, actually. Oh, excuse me. Um, some of our recipes were actually my grandma's recipes, so that would make some of those recipes, you know, 130 years old recipes. We uh, family recipes, family yeah. recipes. So when I was a youngin, I was a wild child, and um, I was very fortunate to meet a Vietnam veteran that uh, saw a lot in me and realized that he did not want me to go the route of a lot of people in Orange County. And I started doing heroin and hard drugs and stuff like that. And he was like, "No, we're not having that." And so he taught me how to shoot guns blows things up and how to manufacture cannabis products. <laughs> yes, all the cool <laughs> and, things yes, that a man could yes, learn. Yeah. And, and how to grow how to grow the best cannabis you could possibly grow. Phenomenal, yeah. Uh, we are, guys, just so you know, we are live from Main Street, Huntington Beach, at the brewery. Uh, the audio should pick up just fine, but that was our waitress checking in on us. That's as real as we get over here at Reefer yep. Fatness. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here with uh, two beers in front of me and a, and a nice... Uh, hamburger, so this place is great. Been coming down here for over 30 years, so we had to come here. Great place, I'm nice and relaxed here. But anyway, we've been doing this for a long time. <clears throat> we started the name out during Prop 215 days, which was, um, I would say, the, the heyday of legalization. I think Prop 215 was really a lot of fun. There was a lot of good products, a lot of home brands. Uh, a lot of great things were going on then, and that's when we started out. We had a store in uh, Newport Beach, and uh, we were called Nature's Alternative Solutions. And we were, you know, the worst comment we ever got when we were open was we were the weed, the Church of Weed, because we used to promote organic, clean, healthy products. We didn't use any solvents. We didn't use anything that was hazardous to the body. I used to say, fuck you to Rick Simpson oil, and I'll still say, fuck you to Rick Simpson oil today. I used to make that shit when I was 13 years old in my mom's kitchen, and I'd ruin the stainless steel spaghetti pots, and I'd get so much trouble for that. You know, it's a it's an okay product if you're just trying to get high and you're not doing it for medical use. If you're doing it for medical use, then that's where I step in, and I have a lot of bad things to say about that product, especially because of the solvents and the alcohol and everything that's left behind after you um, dilute that stuff back. After you get all the you know, alcohol and whatever solvents they're using, it leaves behind all the heavy metals. And that's not something you want to give cancer patients. So this is something that we believed in for a long, long time. And so as we went into the legal world, we started off as medical. And so we've been fighting the fight for a long, long time as Grandma Bakers. You know, I've been fighting for cannabis since I was 13 years old. I used to go to cannabis um, little events at parks, you know, have my little sign up saying, legalize cannabis, legalize cannabis, and there'd be like 10 of us there back when Normal was doing it, even before Normal was around. Before the chads. Yeah, before <laughs> before when it was just a bunch of kids that just, you know, we were on a crazy-ass mission. <laughs> it was a good time, you know, and then it brings us to today, you know. So a lot of people, they remember the first time that I was on, on here. Back then, we were very gung-ho. We were very excited. We were very... Um, excited we were very fortunate and it was a blessing to be able to survive what i've survived you know selling illegally driving pounds of weed up and down that five freeway you know crazy hours at night just risking my ass 300 400 pounds in my car you know it was fun as can be you know but it was definitely risking my ass 
So when we got to the point where it got medical in Prop 215, we were thinking, man, this is really cool. We're actually getting to where we always wanted to be. And it was a lot of fun and really exciting. And uh, a lot of people who were still around in the culture were excited. You know, we were like, thank God we made it. We didn't go to jail. We didn't lose our properties. We didn't lose our farms. We were actually seeing something come of this that we've tried so hard for. And then you get to where we are today, and all the companies that had that spirit and all that passion and love, they're all gone now. And it's really unfortunate, and it truly breaks my heart. So I used to be very excited, like I was saying, and used to be able to hear it in my voice. You know, mm-hmm. used to see it in my face, <clears throat> and uh, now you you don't hear that excitement anymore. And there's a really good reason for it. Yeah, and uh, as Bob was saying, that excitement's been sucked out a lot of us in the industry that have been in it for a while. Now, I can never say that I've been in the industry as long as Bob, but I've been in it for a long time myself, way before half these motherfuckers that are looking for just money and clout. And it has changed dynamically just in the last four years since legalization of Prop 64. Bob and I met each other when I was a bud tender slash moved up to manager at another dispensary in Santa Ana. That I can give their name because back then, yeah. I love that place, From the Earth. Yeah, you back can give their the name. Day. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't. I will, I will because back then with yeah. Dave and everybody who was there. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, Dave, Dave packs Dave. things up. Yeah. Like Ludi. They, they, Ludi was cool too, you know. There was a couple people down there that really showed us a lot of love and yeah. made sure that we sold a lot of product and they understood me a lot. Uh-huh. And they let me go in there and do what I wanted. You know, they let me preach the way I preached. And so I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about From the Earth yeah. back then anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll, be on, I'll be honest. When I took the position at this, uh, I'm not going to go too into detail because I no longer work for this company. But there was definitely some good souls in that building. Um, and the biggest blessing that I received from being in that building, had I never taken that job, I would have maybe never met Bob. So that was the biggest blessing that I had in that Thank building. You. And then I met some other people within the industry that I'm still slightly connected with that have pushed forward and done good things. The bad cards fell. The bad cards are already gone from that company. Uh, Dave, the gentleman that we were referring to, that's my old GM. And him and I still get along, even though we had a bit of a falling out at the time. He actually reached out to me not too long ago, kind of apologized for certain dynamics because his heart was always in the right place. We were just his under the wrong the umbrellas. Right. Yeah, no, his we heart were, was yeah. in the right place. I like Dave a lot. Yeah. You know? And his, unfortunately, he's out of the industry now because of the things that go Literally, on in this industry. Um, just so you guys know, I'm not going to go into his story because I don't have his blessing. But Dave is kind of where Bob and I were talking about where we were. Should we leave or should we go? Because we love this industry. But the biggest problems in the California market, what would you say, Bob? The things that are driving you crazy or in the industry in general? Wow. Because I know there's many. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big list. Boy, where do you even start on that? Man. Um, Well, when this all first started going, guys like me, you know, we... We have great recipes. We have the knowledge. We can grow. I'm a master grower of 30 years. I'm a master at you know, extractions of for almost 40 years. So we have all these great talents. <clears throat> and then you find these people that have the money, and they're not really good at anything, to be honest with you, other than they know how to like rip people off and how to do crooked stuff to make that money. So a lot of people like me, we're not crooked people. <clears throat> you know, people called us drug addicts and drug dealers, but we, we were selling medicine and we were selling the cleanest products we possibly could. And a lot of our money went back to charities and stuff like that. So the biggest problem was the two... I hate this fucking word, culture. This word fucking culture. culture. <laughs> I fucking hate that fucking word. It fucking irritates the shit out of me. Well, you know half the motherfuckers that use it because they ain't culture. But yeah, we gotta, we gotta use it just because... Community is a good yeah. one that I like. Okay, community. the community. I, yeah. I like community, too. We're going to use the word community. So the, the cannabis community, when it met the money community, it was a fucking mess. Yep. Those guys came in and realized guys like us, we were, you know, we're not sharks. You know, we're we're honest folk that we work really hard and we love cannabis and we really liked helping people. We really enjoyed growing the best weed. It used to be a status who could grow the best weed, who could grow the cleanest weed. It wasn't necessarily who got the most and who got the most money. That came later. <clears throat> but in the early days, it was about sharing genetics and swapping seeds and and just learning everything you possibly could about the plant. You know, hunting, doing the proper yeah. shit, bro. So yeah. when these guys came into the industry, there was no longer about that. It was basically, let's steal the recipes from these guys. Let's leach everything we can out of them. Let's t- 
take their heart and soul and crush it, and then we'll buy them out, and then we'll do what we want with their company. It's almost like they're trying to be the trend, right? Like, well, yeah, you that's how some of these clowns will word it too. Basically, I mean, I'm not going to see any names for any of the brands out there. Not at this time. Maybe in the future we can get into that stuff. Yeah, I haven't name dropped any, but there was definitely a little spy. <laughs> you know, there's um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I personally have had I've seen personally. Thousands of jars being opened up that were past expiration dates, anywhere from a year to even up to two years, being opened up, dumped out, and then repackaged in Ziploc bags. So they went from jars to Ziploc bags, or whatever bags you want to call them, the Marlar bags that are sealed with child-proof, tamper-proof, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But they're still doing that, and then they resell it for top dollar. And call it what premium? And they call it premium. Yeah, that's what I. And then the stuff fucking... that's two years old and older—that's what goes into all the pre-rolls. Yep. Here's my biggest thing on and the I've rec seen market. It. Here's, yes, yes. My bullshit. biggest thing on the rec market. And Scuba Steve and I led into it slightly last night on the on the recent episode, but pre-rolls in general on the market. Okay, I recommend to any consumer before you even smoke one of them, cut that shit open. What's really inside? <laughs> yeah. Straight the fuck up because I've done it. <laughs> yeah. I've done it with almost all of them. And I can tell you that there's literally maybe two or three brands of pre-rolls that I would buy with my only mo- my own money and only in the event that I didn't have smoke already. So there's only one brand. See? There's only now one, that, there's that only, shows that only, I'm an amateur. There's an expert. There's only one brand. There's only one brand. I'll even say the name. I don't want to say the name because, you know, we had some politics a few years back. But um, I am mad enough to say that they do have a good blunt. Mm-hmm. It's a Be More Blunt. Okay. You know, they're out of Oakland. I had um, colleagues I, of mine that highly recommended them. I had one once, and I did enjoy it. You know, we almost were going to do work with them. You know, mm-hmm. so there was some politics and all that type of stuff. So this industry, there's so much fucking politics. It's ruined so many opportunities. It's not even funny. But as their product, Be More Blunt, that particular blunt, I've enjoyed it. So for Grandma Bakers, I do our own distribution. So I go up and down that five. I go all the way up to... Um, Crystalline or whatever it is up to Oregon, the border right there, all the way to San Diego. And anytime I've ever really, I've only bought their blunts, and then I bought the blunts from uh, Clown from Slipknot. Oh, okay. I got a sample of the joints. They weren't that good. I'm a giant Slipknot fan. Yeah. You know, I fucking love I think, Slipknot. I think Fuck. the company, if I'm not mistaken, Bob, was Heavy Grass that did it. Yeah, but I wasn't too thrilled by it. I wasn't so either. It a, was a cool, a, the, the marketing, the picture on the fucking joint thing was cooler than anything, yeah, I think. Yeah, and Slipknot, I fucking <laughs> love the fuck out of those guys. But that's a lot of the industry. If they want a good product, they should come reach out to me. I've met Sid. I've done an interview with Sid. Hit him up. cool as fuck. Yeah, hit him up, He said we could do stuff with Sid. But that's one of the problems for these entertainers is they get these companies that put their name on the product. They might release the first batch being really good, but the second batch is going to be shit that's two years old. Yeah, and that's something that we also discussed <laughs> last night. A lot of these, not even a lot, majority of these celebrity brands are literally just that. A celebrity name on a package. They have nothing to do with the growing methods, any of the cultivation, none of that sort. They're just throwing their name on it. And some of you motherfuckers are buying it just for a bag, which is cool. Buy it once, get the little collectible bag. Don't smoke the booth that's inside that shit, please. Let me get you something better. Reach out to me, please. So it's <laughs> getting to the point now where, you know, I don't know what, what Grandma Bakers has to do in this industry anymore. Well, now you got me, Bob. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we're going to run game on these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are some new, new thoughts that we're having. But over the last few months, you know, the fate of Grandma Bakers has been definitely teetering. I've watched a lot of my um, peers fall, and it truly breaks my heart. One of them that I will say the name because I love them dearly is Big Rock Farms from Humble. The passion and love that these guys had for their farm, for their plant, for the population, for the community was unbelievable. So when I first started out this journey through legal and medical, I was lots of disappointments. And I met a company that I will say their name because I have nothing but love for them, too, is Emerald Harvest, the nutrient company. Okay. Dave over there in court, you guys are fucking great people. I love you guys to death. And one day I had a meeting with them because Court was like, yo, you got to meet the owner of the company. He's just like you. <laughs> so we had a great meeting. We ended up hanging out. It was supposed to be like an hour. It went on for like four hours. And the guy's like, you know, what do you dislike about the industry? And I told him I hated the farmers. <clears throat> I hated all the farms in L.A. I was very fortunate that I've been blessed that I got to work with Ghostface Killer. Yeah. And um, 
So being blessed to work with somebody from the Wu-Tang Clan, it opens up every door. Mm-hmm. So the things I say, I say with conviction because I've seen it, because I've been open-armed into these facilities and trusted <laughs> to see what they're doing without them realizing that I'm for the people, not for the fucking money. Yep. You know, so I've been very, very fortunate. So I just lost my train of thought on that one. No, you're good, bro. And for those of you who don't know or didn't get to try the Ghostface Killer Brownies, um, it was a phenomenal drop. It was a limited drop. I went out to the event at Cookies and Melrose to support Bob. Bought him at cost from shitty ass uh, a gentleman from Cookies. <laughs> but you, you know, I was more than happy, and that's the biggest problem that I see. It not not just in the industry, in the cannabis industry, but in life in general. We don't support the people that support us, or the people that um, we stand by. And Bob's been one of those people I've stood by for years. There's times where I'll go to a, a dispensary that I don't want to shop at, but I want to buy his product at the cost because nobody supports their friends anymore. And I've done that several times oh, just Lord, because. Have mercy on that. People don't support their friends anymore. That's yeah. the one thing that's changed a lot, too. I remember back in the day, people used to support their friends. For some reason, nowadays, in the way that things are, people think if you have a cannabis license, they think you're rich. They think if you have a cannabis license, you're rolling. Fuck, I'm not rolling. I still have a regular fucking job, man. I'm a CEO of a major company. I traveled nonstop for this company. And the shit I've been through for this company without making one single penny, I still have to get up and go do a 9-to-5 job. What other CEO does that? Exactly. They're all too busy ripping everybody off because they're 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 just a talking puppet, doggy. They're just a talking puppet. They're not in the trenches. And that's the problem that, you know, I'm I'm worn out. You know, it's it's worn me out. I you know, we've the first year we were open, we lost fifty thousand dollars in product because distribution companies are fucking bastards. Fifty thousand dollars of the shit I had to fucking destroy, man. They were fucking showing up with products at stores that were melted. We don't use preservatives. We don't use artificial flavors. We don't use artificial colors. Anything that's artificial, we're not here to fuck up the stoners. I you remember know? the fuck, conversation man. that you and I had I just, just off of the Rice Krispie treats. Remember, like, you wanted to do solventless, and you ended up doing them, and they tasted great. I had a few last week. But I remember you having the conversation with me. You, you hate all the red dyes. You hate all the fuck. You use minimal amounts on it. Well, the, the cereal treats, I kind of had to, like, fold a little bit. Yeah, well, because you know, with the color dyes and shit, like if it, to make it well, look it's, like it's, that, it's such a classic product. So it got to the point where the products that we have, we we're a little bit more high, higher price at the stores because it is organic. There's no full solvent. spectrum. And, oh, that's a whole other topic. We're gonna have full spectrum <laughs> in a little bit. Don't give me all one. Don't make me lose my thought when you're going full spectrum. Fuck the lies on that shit. People should be suing right now. Oh yeah. Oh, they that won't that be suing. action. Got, you got Hot me, dog water. Yeah, you got me going on the full spectrum, so I just lost train of style. I'm a stoner, so, you know, it is what it is. So, full, full spectrum. That word right there, man, oh, man. These fucked up. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, these fucked up companies out there that are lying their fucking asses off saying it's full spectrum on the packaging. You know, I really wish somebody out there who's listening has a lot of money or that's an attorney. You know, please reach out to me at uh, Grandma Baker's on Instagram, and I'll, I'll tell you how Daddy, to take care I of this. One second, I got my boy. Wait, right there, bud. We, we got Bob taking a short break. We got the little man in the house. Let's go walk you back in there really quick. <laughs> one second. Come on. Let's see Bob will be right back with us. He's just got to take a uh, short break, um, and we're going to get right back to the episode. But uh, So I'm just going to chat with you guys for now. Um, we're going to cut this one short and make it a two-parter here in a second because I think Sorry we had something that. just come up. But no, we're uh, good. He's going to go get an ice cream. <laughs> back to full spectrum real quick because it's really important to me that people understand this is one of the biggest difference from Grandma Bakers and, and most of the companies out there. So everybody wants to say that word. And they don't understand what that word really means. So what most companies are doing is more of a broad spectrum, not a full spectrum. If you take the chlorophyll out, just one example out of thousands that are in the plant. If you take the chlorophyll out, automatically it's no longer a full spectrum. You know, if you're if you're smoking cannabis just to get high, God bless you, because fuck, I love getting high. I love getting high. But if you're smoking cannabis and consuming cannabis products and you're doing it medically, 
and they take the chlorophyll out, they're fucking you. They're fucking you severely. If you are buying CBDs that say CBDs, CBNs, and maybe maybe CBGs or THC, they're blending this all back together with the, with horrible practices on the way they manufacture it. They have no love and no respect for it. So as, as a consumer just getting high, by all means, you drink alcohol, you do other shit, you really don't care, you're just getting high, so go ahead and have fun with all those chemicals and all that stuff. I consume it too. I have no problem with it because if I want to get high, I'm not going to worry about that stuff because why would you because you're getting high. But if you're a true patient, which I've helped out a lot of true patients, I have helped out so many people from cancer, autism, the list is so massive, it's not even funny. And the things I've done with them and the things I've seen them go through and the benefits they've gotten with cannabis is amazing. And I've seen them try products like gummies that have artificial flavors, artificial colors, and it's not full spectrum. It actually feeds the cancer. You know, there's some reports out there that actually say that it does help people, but I think it's all in their mind. I don't think it's I don't think it's legit. It is. It's placebo. Yeah. It's placebo. So when you take a product as good as cannabis and you leave it a full spectrum, you leave the chlorophyll in there, you leave all the waxes, you leave all the fats, you leave the omegas, all that is what binds it to your system, that binds it to your immune system, that binds it to your body, that sends it throughout the whole entire body. People don't understand that chlorophyll is the power of the sun, and that will bring oxygen to your toes. It breaks the brain barrier, brings oxygen to your brain, to your heart. It is one of the most essential things that you could possibly have in your body. That's, That's why, why they I tell you always to eat add vegetables. it to my water. I always yeah. add it to my water, and I always take chlorella tablets. Chlorella is the shit. I yeah. Mean, I, yeah, and I've I never felt better over the last four months. And I believe you're actually the one who recommended probably. the vitamin <laughs> and the chlorella yeah, to me, Bob. Yeah. That's, that's another day. We'll get into those. Yeah, yeah, day. we'll get into we'll the actual health day. episode another day. Another day. You but, know, uh, but when they take he's more these, than cannabis. He's a he's a doctor. All the way around, yeah, I don't say doctor. I'm just saying somebody. I'm somebody who's been through a lot of shit in his life, and I don't listen to doctors. I don't listen to anybody. I do my own research, and I find what works for me. And when I figure things out, I like to share them with people. And I don't like any money for it because it's not something I should get paid for. It's something that I like to share with people. It's something that we're supposed to do as a human race. We're supposed to share knowledge on how to make things better for one another. And that's what used to be really great about this plant and the people around this plant. When I was a young man selling fucking cannabis, you know, we would have the craziest of people there at my house all at the same time. We'd have Mexicans, we'd have black guys, we'd have skinheads. Melty pot. We'd have fucking every fucking type of person imaginable in my house at the same time. But none of them thought. Because they're all them, smoking weed, Because we're all smoking it weed, and they knew what together. the fuck I represented. Yeah. You literally, I hung out with skinheads. I hung out with all kinds of I've, crazy I've fucking assholes. But when they were in my fucking presence yep. with the weed, yep. that shit didn't fucking happen. Yep. You know what I mean? So now that they bring all this crap into the industry, they're fucking the shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making they're, people dislike each other because they're making it a competition. It's when fucking it, stupid. It never should have been a competition. No. This is something that has grown naturally for us. And if you have the qualifications to grow good shit, you should be allowed to. And these clowns are just coming in, treating it like a cash crop, like everything else. I literally went through an interview, and I don't give a fuck. I'll say their name, Moxie. I went through an interview (laughs) with Moxie, and the dude who was the CEO or whatever the fuck he claimed he was, he was so happy to tell me that he came from Anheuser-Busch. Mm. And he wanted to make Moxie like the Budweiser of cannabis. Is that where he came from? That's where my no interview ended. Because I said... That's where they came from. I, I told the guy Damn. straight to his face. I had just left from the earth at the time. I was looking for a good company. Probably your company is what I was looking for at the time. But I went to Moxie. What? <laughs> and I interviewed. And I, I literally walked out on that interview. I told the guy, thank you for your time, but I'm giving you no more of mine. I don't ever want to be the Budweiser of cannabis. I left that fucking building, Bob. So, like I was saying earlier, I've been blessed. That but I certain shops still ghosts. order that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. But like I said, I was, I was blessed, and I got to meet Ghost, and it opened up a lot of doors for me to meet a lot of people. And 
you know, I would say there's a few companies out there that really do a good job, but there's some companies out there that. Let's just name really the positive. Care. Which companies do you think in the or in the rec market or maybe legacy brands in general that you think are the most positive? Because I would say my number one is Grandma Baker's. So there's a company, <laughs> I, you know, in Oakland. I think it's like Oakland or uh, Sacramento. Other than be more blunt. I'm going to say their name wrong. I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm probably going to fuck it up. It's <laughs> like either Tree Bird or Bird Tree or something like that. Is it Burning Trees? No, it's it's Bird Tree. It's like a bird. Oh, Bird Tree. And the, okay. and the logo has an owl on it. Oh, that sounds cool. So I'm really bad at remembering names. I really try not to follow any other brands because every time I start following them, I find out what how bad they are. But these guys were actually really good, and their concentrates are amazing. Um, there's another group of guys in Colorado that we were going to bring Ghost out there and do some collabing with. And they were called Mighty Melts. Mighty Melons or Mouse? Mighty Melts. Mighty Melts. So Mighty those guys melts. over at Mighty Melts in Colorado, they're great. Okay. They're great. I, I really appreciated what they did. They're growing in cocoa, not in rock wool, which that's how cannabis should be done either in dirt or rock I mean not rock wool either dirt or cocoa rock wool is the worst fucking thing you could grow weed in it's so disrespectful living soil is phenomenal yes. I think in my but opinion with cocoa, but it's hard with yeah. cocoa you can turn into a living soil uh-huh. I mastered cocoa for fucking 15 years cocoa's the shit it really is if you make teas and all that stuff but these guys in Colorado they were doing it that way they were making their own rosin they had a complete complete factory it was great they grew it they processed it they sold it they had their own stores Really cool, really good group of youngins too. Now, this is the shit that I like to hear. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like to say some positive stuff every yeah, yeah, once yeah. in a while when I can. So oh, no, we are positive. You know, so <laughs> mighty notes. You know, hopefully you guys get to hear this. So whoever is in Colorado, they can let those guys know. I say what's up. Well, I've got a trip out you there know? planned for the summer, so I got to go meet and uh, try the product. Yeah, I guess they, now. they're they're good guys. I really liked it. I I went up there a couple times to see them. It's unfortunate that um, politics makes things not happen sometimes. And it wasn't on their end. It was bad whatsoever. So I have nothing bad I can say about those guys. Uh, if I was in Colorado, I'd be smoking the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, Hell yeah, bro. You know, as far as here in California, I mean, all the brands that I really have respect for are disappearing pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's Same. a shame because they don't have the money to keep going. To go against these names that you guys all know. Mm-hmm. The names that you guys all know are being backed by money that you would probably not appreciate them backing cannabis. Yeah, well, a lot or of they them don't just give a take fuck, random maybe, fucking know, investors. You know? They'll take investors' money. Once that runs dry, they'll take more investors' money. Yeah. They'll lie to motherfuckers and, and play a false image. They'll put up a bunch of pictures on social media making it look like it's successful when it's not. Um, they'll bring in celebrities and shitty ones at that to pull all the bells yes. and whistles and the smoking so, Oh, I've seen it, brother. And that's why I left it. We're getting ready to, um, all of it. you know, depending on what happens with Grandma Baker's, how things roll out for us, we do have some other opportunities that we're getting ready to do with some entertainers. And um, I'm proud to say one of the entertainers that we're going to be working with is Chuck Billy from Testament. Bada bing, there it is. You Just know? like we had the Ghostface collab uh, yeah, so, for you guys first, there it is. So, <laughs> But we do things differently. You know, when, a, when an artist comes to me and they're like, hey, Bob, we want to do a marijuana brand, and so how do we get this going? And my first thing is, well, do you smoke cannabis? And fortunately enough, Chuck Billy loves cannabis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves the fuck out of it. So he came down oh, here and we hung out. He was the one, I think, I, that when I gave you the Kanagar, was he the one that smoked it with you? Yes. Fuck yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So he got to smoke the Kanagar with us. And Chuck Billy's cool as fuck. You know, he's like, no, man, I want to be part of the whole entire process. He's like, I want to go to the farms. I want to be here when you're making it. And that's who we need. That's the celebrities yeah, that we need. Exactly. Nipsey Hussle did yeah. the same thing with And I America. told him, if you don't do that, then I don't want to work with you. Mm-hmm. So when he said he wanted to do that, I'm going, well, first and foremost, I've been a fan of heavy metal my whole life. So, of course, I'm going to want to work a testament. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Of course. They're legends in the heavy metal world. And nobody's really tried to do heavy metal yet. The heavy metal community is um, taken for granted right now because hip-hop has taken such a, a leap ahead of them. But people don't realize that heavy metal is still so alive and so massive and so monstrous that the community needs somebody to represent them, like someone like Testament. But they're not a bunch of stupid fucking kids. There's a the thing about the heavy metal community 
is uh, they're not stupid. People don't give them any respect because we're all heavy metal. Because I'm a heavy metal. Because I still have hair down to my fucking ass. Mm-hmm. I still wear shorts, jeans, and a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I still look like I did when I was 13 years old. But he also sells brownies for the Wu Tang. Yeah. Clan. So <laughs> tell me, this isn't the ultimate Swiss <laughs> right? yeah, the ultimate yeah. Swiss Army knife right here. <laughs> but the, the biggest thing is, if, you, if the artist isn't part of it, then that's some fucking bullshit brand. Yep. You know. Yep. I hate to talk shit on Snoop, but he'll put his name on everything. He's a fucking he's a he's a hoe. Yeah, literally. <laughs> he's and, a fucking and, and hoe. Honestly, he'll probably even tell you that because at this point, it, um, two of my old colleagues, we were well, I should still consider them colleagues, even though I no longer work in the same building. We were talking about that today, and it's like it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so crazy. for me, I have other entertainers that we're talking to. I won't say the names because um, I just can't do that at this point. So we, you know, we keep continuing on this path, and I can handle the insanity that I've been handling. You know, we're going to keep continuing to work with some other entertainers, and we really want to bring back that old school feeling. But it, first and foremost, is we need to start educating the people out there that are smoking cannabis. They think that CBNs are good for them, when CBNs are actually bad for Here's a good one. people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we want to touch in on that right now, but we can. Because my son's not bugging the shit out of me yet, so we can keep going on here. <laughs> so CBNs is um, is a really bad thing. You know, they like to... Uh, man, there's another thing I want to attach into is the CBDs, but I'll, I'll go on CBNs because that's the rant I'm on. So the CBN thing, they say it's good for sleep. They say, I think even for anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So that that right there is a motherfucker, you know. If I was a rich guy, fuck, I'd be suing the fuck out of people right now. I've had mild success with CBN products for sleep. I've had more success with Bob's brownies. <laughs> so CBN. So what? What is CBN? And Scuba Steve had ultimate success with sleep last night with Bob's I heard about brownies. that. Yeah, we we have, we got some stories. That's a whole other day. One day we'll just have a. One day we'll have a, a day where I can just tell you the good stories from Kush Docs and overdosing people and <laughs> just the insanity. We'll have a good day one day. But I, let me finish the CBD, CBN thing real quick. So CBNs is basically THC that's gone overly ripe, has gone bad. Mm-hmm. Old flower will be yeah. pure CBN. So uh, I'm going to try to do a quick story. So when I had my store open in Newport Beach, Grandma, I mean, Nature's Alternative Solutions, we had everything tested. Everything in the building was either grown by me or one of my friends. We did not allow anybody to bring anything in whatsoever without my approval. We didn't meet. If I didn't know you for 10 years, you can get the fuck out of my building with your shit. Period. Fuck you. I kicked out people constantly. It was fucking great. That's why I love you, brother. I had so much fucking fun throwing that shit out of my building. <clears throat> so we tested everything. I was very fortunate that um, I met this young kid straight out of college. And his company was called Cannabis 420, and he was one of the very, very first lab. When FC Labs came out and a couple other labs, they all came out at the exact same time. And this kid was really cool. I was kind of cocky because I was a little about, you know, 15 years older than him. And I was like, ah, fuck this kid straight out of college. You know, <laughs> no shit, yeah. glad, you know, he's all dressed up like a college dude, all dressed up nice and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, fuck this kid. <laughs> fuck does he know about cannabis? But he, was, he just kept coming after me, kept coming after me, kept coming after me. So I finally started letting him test stuff. And he started telling me, man, how the fuck are you getting no CBNs? Like, he did 10 tests in a row, and I wasn't even thinking about it. So I give this gentleman a lot of props from Cannabis 420. I'm not going to say his name because he ended up pissing me off eventually, so fuck you if you hear this. But I'll say the name of the company because it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Let the respect be. So he kept coming back, but I have respect for the knowledge and what he did in the very beginning. So I can't take that away. So he came to me. He's like, dude, you have 10 tests in a row that has no CBNs, and it's your flower that you're fucking growing. What are you fucking doing different? And then we just started studying people. So we were very fortunate. We're in Newport Beach, and we had a lot of soccer moms that were coming in trying to quit their psychotropics. I'm a talkative motherfucker. So all these women would come in, quit their drugs, and we started realizing (laughs) CBDs was causing them bad side effects. So we did our own study on quite a few people, men and women, and we started noticing that there was probably about 60% of people that consume CBDs would get more manic, they'd get edgy, they'd get more bugged out. This is the CBDs, not yeah. the CBNs. C- I mean, CBNs. I mean, CBNs. CBD. I'm sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. You're good. Yeah, CBNs. CBDs are actually great. CBD, CBNs are actually really bad. So 60% of the population shouldn't even be consuming it. You know, people that like CBNs are people that like 
lots of caffeine, like to do speed, like to do coke, like that edgy feeling. You know what I mean? People that like to feel a little edge, uh-huh. that gets them off. <laughs> Some people really like to feel edgy, which is really strange to me. I mean, when I get edgy, it's like, fuck. I, I wanna, don't want it. I want to hurt something. I want to curtail it. I want to yeah, yeah, curtail yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get high and pump the fuck down. Yeah, it's like certain strains that get me that yeah. paranoia. I'll cut down on so, those. So, quick story. We had this young girl, which is never a quick story for me, but this one will be. <laughs> this young girl, she was cool as fuck, and I got to know her. And she was coming in, and when she'd come in, she would see me or my nephew, Joe. But you know Joe. Joe oh, yeah. and me, Joe's been my right-hand man for 25 years. Everybody out there who knows me knows Joe. Joe's the fucking dude, great guy. So, he was on a uh, previous episode two rounds back with so us. So anytime anybody ever came in with us, we would open up the book of testing, we would explain the flower, and we'd explain everything to him. But that day, me and Joe were not there, and one of the employees was there, and sold her a Jack Herrera that was like point. I mean, 6.5 on CBNs, fucking off the scale. She came in <clears throat> two days later crying, manic, freaking the fuck out. And I was there, and I was like, what's going on? She's like, I don't think weed's working anymore. I think I need to go back to my psychotherapics. And I'm like, well, let's talk about this for a minute. So she showed me what she bought, and I went back there, and I opened up the book, and I'm like, well, fuck, whoever sold you this did you wrong. So we got her something really good that had no CBNs. It was a G13 that I used to grow. Phenomenal. And she recovered, and we still talk to her to this day, and that's been over 10 years now. That's awesome. You know, so we learn this over and over and over and over and over again, and there's people that still see us today that appreciate that that's why they see me. We have a, a small following of people that won't try anything other than our stuff because they're scared to. You know, I, I'm fortunate enough that I get to do a lot of in-stores, and I do a lot of uh, talking. And I remember one time in particular I was up north, at a chain of stores, which I won't say right now the name of them. And um, they let me, when I go in there, I get to do whatever I want. Some stores like to try to stifle me. Can you believe that? No, I that. So, so some stores actually, when I go into them, they say that the things I say make people scared. Good. And they need to shut me up. And I've actually told them to go fuck themselves. And I'm like, if I can't say what I want to say in your fucking store, then I don't want to be in your fucking store. Yeah, well, because they don't want the truth. They no. want the, they want the sales tactics. Yeah. They want the indica yes. sativa hybrid. They want the effect driven. They want that bullshit, bro. Yeah. They, they, there is some cool science coming out, but there's also a lot of fuckery. There's there's too much fuckery. Yeah. But the CBNs is bad. And I've I've seen it. So when I was at the end stores and at that one store, I should say their name because. They ended up firing the guy that I didn't like. Uh-huh. Actually, they fired the fuck. When I, okay. I predicted, I said, they're going to fire that fuck because he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so good job to that. I wish we could do the same with the president. <laughs> yeah. So there was an old man there that was like 90 years old. Oh, I thought you were talking about the president again. Oh, no. my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that shit. Good Lord, that's a whole other day right there. Politics. Woo. I go psychotic. So this old man came in. He was fucking probably 80 years old, and he was buying... One of the brands that starts with a P, and um, he was telling me how good it was for sleep. And I go, well, "Let me see the bottle." And I started reading the bottle, and it had valerian, skullcap, melatonin, <laughs> cannabis, you know, CBNs for sleep. And I'm all, "Okay, well, I, I see what makes you fall asleep. It's the valerian. It's the skullcaps. It's the melatonin. Everything but the cannabis, right? Everything but the cannabis, <laughs> and everything in there that you're that's helping you fall asleep. You really don't want to take on a daily basis because it fucks up your sleep." Basically, Patterns and reg- yeah, regimen. Yeah, yeah, melatonin yeah. will fuck your shit up. I, I, I know I've from had experience because I, I take, I'll take I've fucking 200 milligrams of melatonin yeah. to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I fuck my shit up from too many years of running. You know, when you're running up and down the five and you don't sleep for 38 hours, <laughs> you're fucked up. My shit's fucked up. That's I where I am sleep. right now. How am I doing I'm this episode? <laughs> I, I sleep maybe three hours a night sometimes. I mean, I'm fucked up because of the years and years and years of dealing that shit. You know, so when I see these products, it's like, man, you're being lied to. And I asked the old man, I'm also, how's your sleep? He's all, I sleep soundly, but my dreams are kind of chaotic. And then I wake up and I'm all stressed out and edgy. That's what and, another... and that's the CBNs. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, sir. You know, when I'm around the old people and stuff like that, I try not to cuss. So I'm like, okay, sir. Well, you know what? I'm going to hook you up with one of these free products that I brought today. And this is going to... You're going to sleep great. You're going to wake up feeling good. Your body's not going to hurt. It's full spectrum. Gave him the whole spew. Sends me a message on Instagram telling me that was 100% correct. Now, I want to I want to carry on with that story that Bob just told because there was actually in Jose, I think you're listening to this episode. And if you're not listening now, you will. You listen to us frequently, brother. You told me this. I'm pretty sure it was you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Doug. 
that you had similar experiences with CBN and that's why you didn't take or believe in it for yourself because you had those same type of effects. Jose, uh, shout out, bro. Uh, he'll be on the podcast eventually. He was a former manager with me at the old dispensary, very knowledgeable individual, um, and I look forward to having him on this podcast. He told me that cut and dry, same, same type well, of So shit, there's bro. a few people that know it. So, yeah. you know, I've been doing distribution for Grandma Bakers for the last year, and I stopped doing it recently because it was killing me. Because <laughs> I am crazy. I won't stop driving me. My nephew will get in the car, and the, well, the van, and we won't stop until we get there and come home, and we'll stay awake for 24 hours straight. You know, that shit gets brutal after a week after a week after yeah. a week. Fucks you up. So we had to stop doing that stuff. I'm, we're going to cut this short in a couple minutes, but I want to get into one thing before we log off. And it is my favorite. Ready? Drum roll. Hot dog water. What is it? What do you call it, Bob? Is they Hot call it distillate, water. right? What is uh, that? <laughs> 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 so, the, so the labs are so fucked up. The labs, I, you know... I can't talk too much shit on the labs. <laughs> I can't. <coughs> Excuse me. I just took a big hit off a joint. <laughs> big rock farm. Thank you. So the labs, bless them. They've spent tens of millions of dollars on their facilities, and they bought some amazing equipment. And then they get these protocols that they put into their equipment, and their equipment does the reading, and it does it for them, and it takes out a whole bunch of work and a whole bunch of science, and it's really fucking stupid. They only test for four heavy metals, they really don't do a good job in testing whatsoever. So when it comes to distillate, distillate, we don't even really know what the fuck distillate is. It's yeah. not THC. It's hot not Delta water. 9. It's, it's hot dog water. <laughs> you know, I'm going to start stealing that program because I, I kind of like you it. You have it, bro. Everybody so at the old job took it, too. The so. only thing that that is good for is in cartridges, and even then it's not good for cartridges. If you want to smoke a cartridge, the ones that we make for personal that I'm going to be making for testament – is basically just pure terps. I like live resin cards. Yeah, sauce or live cards. resin. Yeah, yeah. sauce. It's yeah. pure terps. Sauce is terps. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it terps, but it's the sauce. So when you make diamonds and you let the diamonds sit for six months, the diamonds drop to the bottom and all the liquid floats to the top. And as long as they processed it properly and well, there won't be too much residuals left of the heavy metals, which there is. I'm sorry, there is. I still smoke it. I'm still going to smoke it anyway, even though I know there's heavy metals in it, because I'm smoking it to get high, not for medical reasons. So with that, it's okay to smoke it. So if you're finding some carts that are fully, you know, that way, then you're good. But if you're smoking carts that are made from just distillate, and you're paying $50 or $40, do you understand that these facilities are paying a dollar a gram, 50 cents a gram to make it? You understand? I've seen and watched them. The way they warm that stuff up, and the way they they treat it, and the chemicals and the flavors they put in it. The state of California finally banned artificial flavors. So the botanical terps, yeah, popcorn, <laughs> the popcorn flavor. If people look up pop the popcorn flavor and they Google that, back I think the '60s or '40s or whatever the fuck it was, people were getting cancer from that shit in their lungs from the popcorn factories using that weird shit on the flavoring. I tried to deter anybody from using cartridges, if at all, especially distillate. And if you do, like Bob said, sauce, live resin, keep it as natural as possible. These cartridges, I just don't trust them and what the long-term side effects would be. I don't want everybody to be looking like the Simpsons fish in 10 years. That's all. Well, my, a, that's my biggest There's concern. a company, so my sales rep, Gleb, which Gleb is the shit. Respect you, Gleb. You're the man. Thank you for everything that you do for me. He uh, reps a company. I, I wish I remember the name of the lab right now, but they're focused on testing carts. They're testing for the heavy metals. They're testing what happens after it heats, what the residuals are from all the, the plating inside. I really wish I knew the name of the lab. Maybe eventually we could bring them on and have them yeah. tell us what they do or bring Gleb in. Because Gleb, Gleb is the fucking shit. He's been through the trenches, and he has a lot of great things he can tell you as well. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd love to do that, bro, if we could correlate that. Uh, ideally, I'd love to have a real lab, lab expert on here yeah, telling no us how it goes down yeah. and not how it's paid well, you to remember, go down. you got to remember, though, I'll, I'll, I'll find somebody that will be willing to talk the truth to you. I can't say names right now. Yeah, no, that's fine. I never there's do many, There's many labs out there that know what I'm saying, and they admit it to me when I'm there. And a lot of these labs, they're just like, this is what we're given. This is what we can do. You know, some of these scientists at these labs, they want to tell everybody the truth. They want more, but the FDA is not involved. There's no one involved. Yeah. So they're not getting any more. 
It's like me. I could go and pretend I made a bunch of numbers and I did a bunch of science stuff, and then I can sell these numbers to these people, and they put it in their computer, and then these numbers come out. Yep. So this shit's not even 100% precise yet at all. It's not. It's really insane what's going on. And then people will stick to that <laughs> standard and that standard only what's on the package. They won't yeah. listen to the people like well, you people and I. People that think like 25% or 30% or it's or like, the high percentage is the only thing to go. 30, 33% doesn't fucking exist. Read the fucking packaging. <laughs> Read the packaging. 33% does not fucking exist. There's a lot of 22, lying. 23, okay. Lying. But when you get up in the 30s, 40s, you're being lied to. A fucking plant cannot naturally grow that much THC. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man. <laughs> the shit that's going on in this industry is horrible. And if people don't start start looking for the brands that are suffering and looking for the, the true pioneers of this and the people that have been doing it for so long, do the research of who these companies are. You hear this all the time when it comes to food products or any company at all. And nobody does it. Yep. And this is the problem. Stoners used to give a fuck. Yeah, we need to fight back, guys. The stoners used if to give a fuck. you guys want good weed, we need to fight back now. Hang up that corporate badge and come to Grandma Baker's. <laughs> Not even that. You know, even if Grandma Baker's fades away and, I, and we go away, I'm still going to sit here and I'm still going to preach. I'm not going to sit here and cry for my company because that's not what it's about for me. It's not about the money at all. I'm a poor motherfucker. I work two fucking jobs and I'm fucking a CEO of a company. And I got partners like Ghostface Killer and Testament, all this fucking crazy shit. And I'm a poor motherfucker. So it's not about the money. <laughs> it's about providing a good product to people that really want it and stop poisoning the fucking community and stop lying to people. Because if you lie to people and you steal from people and you do a lot, then the money's not worth it. That's evil money. Yep. That's fucking blood money. How could you Fuck enjoy that? Fuck that shit. It's like getting the fuck's my little boy going to learn from me? What's my little boy going to learn from me? You know, there's so many fucking douchebags in this fucking world of ours. I don't want my son to be another fucking douchebag. My son is fucking special. He's fucking... He's beautiful. He's got VIP here, bro. They don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, Horace has yeah, got VIP yeah, here. Yeah, okay, he runs this. <laughs> they were about to run me out of this motherfucker. They said this guy came in backwards yeah. hat and missed a cartoon so, shirt. So if I, if I die a poor man, and my son sees that his daddy stuck to his fucking his views and his opinions and didn't let anybody fuck with them, then I'm going to die a happy man, whether yeah. I'm rich or poor. I could have died yesterday money a happy a man. No, I'm just kidding. I almost died when I was 40 years old. I'm still here today. I don't know why the fuck I'm still here today, but I should have died, and I'm still here today doing what I do. And it's not. Because You're of here money. today because you it's still got some Jedi training to do. You got yeah. a little Padawan yeah. sitting across from you, bro. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I still, uh, I'm not. I haven't even begun swinging the lightsaber yet, bro. Well, there's a few. People, <laughs> you know, there's been a few people over the years that have taken my insanity and they've actually taken it to their own lives and they've actually cured cancer. That's where I want to get. And all kinds of great I want to do something. You know, Mother Nature is beautiful. Mother Nature is, is everything. She provides everything that our body needs. And when you start thinking too much, because we have these great brains and we overthink sometimes and we stop connecting with Mother Nature, we fuck it up like we did the cannabis plant. Like we're going to mushrooms. We're going to fuck mushrooms up. Well, That's the, the next chocolate thing. chocolate bars, bro? Oh. Those are fucking putrid. Grind that shit up. I Get literally, in a fucking capsule. We bro, can't have story. Tea. I had customers come into the old cannabis shop and ask me because they had asked one of the other bud tenders, who's the mushroom expert here? So they bring me out. You know, I'm just an nice. asshole expert, right? And they asked me, how do you feel about the mushroom bars? And I said, don't ever take them. And they th- thought I was just being rude. No, I'm looking out for you. And now I can't offer them. I wasn't going to offer them the single source that I get because I don't know these people. Yeah. But I wish I could. And there comes a time in a day where I could p- pull single source out of my pocket and be like, here's some white teachers and some blue meanies. Have at it. They're going to be two different <laughs> effects, you know? Because <laughs> I finally, after all these years, found a single source. And I love them. Well, I get mushrooms from one guy. He grows about six different species. I personally took mushrooms for a year straight every day, you know? And part of it was because of this industry and what I see and how it's so disconnected to what it's really supposed to be about. And it's really been fucked up, you know? And all kinds of great stuff. But mushrooms are amazing. You know, that's a whole other episode right now. I mean, yeah. in the future is mushrooms, but mushrooms. And that's what we're going to lead into while we close this. We're going to do yeah. a psychedelic episode. Oh, yeah. For mushrooms sure. are incredible. There's so many different great things about them. You know, great science. And the uh, best way to close it out for people out there that want to understand mushrooms is look up Paul Stinnitz. There you go, guys. You got some homework now. So, all listeners. 
I want your final draft in by Wednesday afternoon. It's Monday night now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, this has been a phenomenal episode. Literally, Bob and I could probably go on for three or four more hours, but you guys might get bored at that point. We're about to hit the 50-minute mark, so I'm going to try to close it just at that. Bob will definitely be on for future episodes. We're going to be doing, at a minimum, another psychedelic episode, at a maximum 30 other episodes about his knowledge. (laughs) I love this platform. I'm honored to be part of it. I look forward to being part of it more in the future and educating people to understand what cannabis is really about, what full spectrum really is, and the lies that are going on out there. Eventually, here really soon, we will start talking about the labeling and how CBDs are meant for animal consumption. So everybody out there who's taking CBDs and giving it to grandma, I just want to leave you right now with this thought. Read the fine print, and it's going to say for animal consumption, not for human consumption. And we'll leave it at that right now, because Grandma Bakers has some products that will be coming out soon that are CBD-based, full-spectrum, no solvents, two ingredients, coconut oil that's organic and organic cannabis and that's it so read that packaging and when it says not meant for human consumption don't eat it don't don't eat it it. just in your mind just imagine what those chemicals and what that means just just for a second stop thinking about anything other than what does that mean not meant for human consumption and i look forward to the day we can go into that one yeah and that'll be a whole nother one too for now, everybody, thank you very much for uh, lending us your ear on this Monday night. We're going to go ahead and close up this episode. Like, subscribe, review, hit our Instagram page, hit Bob's Instagram page, show us some love, post some shit for us. Uh, give us a five star. Give us a one star. Fuck it. Give us a something star. <laughs> something. Um, we well, give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I want you in this episode because Bob and I were talking all night about how people are never given their roses or treated well on this planet. And I wanted to end this episode by saying that I'm grateful to have Bob back on a third season of Reefer Fatness. Well, a second season of Reefer Fatness, another season we had him on a previous podcast, Can 11, way back in the day, too. Oh, I, I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, we've been talking the last couple of days, and I've been down and out, and you've been, you know, putting that inspiration back in me. So I, I had to pick you that. back up because you've <laughs> held me up for at least so, four years, maybe longer. Well. Every time my will's about to break, I go to Bob. It's like when Luke went to Yoda and needs a little refresher. <laughs> and I consider this man my mentor. I want to give him my roses while we're on air, but you'll talk to him soon. You'll talk to me soon. Over and out. Mic drop. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>